Today is Sunday, July 11th, 2010. This is Jen McCann, and this is Midnight EBA Broadcast. slash DBA rant. Unfortunately, the D, the B, the A, and the R ought to be capitalized because, you know, never mind. But get it right. Okay, so the blog is PowerShell to alter database file properties. Sean says, man, I still just get so jazzed when I work with PowerShell. Every time I need to do something long and hard, that was for you, Buck, I look in PowerShell and it lets me just lay back and enjoy the long and hard. Boy, maybe I should have proofread this before I decided to read it online. All right, moving right along. So this time we've got like 85 database files for our main database. I know that's a lot, but it's been spread across so many LUNs for so long, and it's just grown and grown as it's filled up with LUNs. Now we finally got a couple of really large LUNs, and we're trying to consolidate the files. And now that we've moved most of them to a single LUN, we want to stop the auto-growth on most of them so they don't grow anymore before we empty them and then drop them. Because what's the point, really, in putting them all on a single LUN if you're not going to get rid of some of them? So we definitely don't want them to grow anymore before we can empty them. The task at hand was to set all of these files, most of them really, to not auto-grow. The choices were to do it in the GUI or write a T-SQL cursor to go through all the files and create an alter database command in Dynamic SQL for each one. Neither of those is very attractive considering that there are so many files. Of the two of them, though, the cursor is the more attractive solution. Then, I thought of PowerShell. I wish I had a little bell to ring. Ding! Um, we'll just say it out loud. Ding! Now, back to the text. I hadn't specifically done anything like this in PowerShell before, but I figured I'd be able to get some love. I'm not going to teach you PowerShell here or explain the scripts too much. I'm just going to give you the code, and if you have any questions, you're free to write, but it's pretty straightforward. I'll be making a video on this tonight for those of you who like to see things in action. Hey, Sean, did you make a video of this to show people? You have no idea? Okay, well, if, if he didn't, then you guys can write him and be, Where's my video? Yeah, he says, I'll do it tonight, and he winks. Okay, so the script is, and I'll go ahead and read this once, and then we'll just move on. PS, SQL Server, SQL, MyBox, Default, Databases, thing and a thing. Okay, so that's the path, right? That's the initial pass. You're in um, the Database, File Groups, Data Files. And the command is GCI pipe where, and then the for each uh, name, dash any my database data, and then pipe to for each set growth type none, alter. There you go. Okay, so a quick glance at the important parts. One, make sure you're in the right node. Notice, notice I'm in data slash files. Two, here I'm filtering out the one file I don't want to be affected. So the main data file I want to still be able to grow. I'll talk about that more in a minute. Three, don't forget to use the alter, parentheses, the alter function at the end. Usually, whenever an object has an alter method, it wants you to use it. If you don't, it'll change it in cache in your PowerShell session, but you won't see the change persisted in the database. So you're not really making the change to the object in SQL, just in your PowerShell pipeline. You can tell if something has an alter method by doing this at the command line, GCI pipe GM. If there's an alter method there, then use it. 
Okay, you don't have to filter. If you find it too much trouble or if your files are named in such a way that it would be too hard to simply snipe a single file for some reason, then you can change them all and then just go back to the GUI to change the last one back to what it was. So there you go. We have a nice one-line script to alter as many files as you need. And you can clearly tack as, as, as many file changes on there as you need. And the best part about that is the code doesn't really change if you need to do another file operation. All you do is change the method call. Ah, the power of PowerShell. Alright, that was Sean's PowerShell to alter database file properties. Um, written March 31st, 2010. I hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Copyright 2010 by MidnightDBA.com, Jennifer McCown, and Sean McCown. Be sure to visit us at MidnightDBA.com for the most recent training videos, blog entries, and links. And find us on Twitter as MidnightDBA. Today's music is Crackalackin' by Al Flip and the Wu Team, provided by Mevio Music Alley. Check it out at Mevio.music.com. Music.com.